message today. How can you stay? How can you run strong this year? And when you look back at the end of this year, you can say, "I finished well. I finished well. I run strong, and I finished well." That's what I want to do. How about you? Amen. Say, that's what I want to do. And uh, anyway, I. Don't preach your message like this that often, but uh, there's going to be a lot of Bible in this message today because the Bible's full of just great drama and stories. And I'm going to read it, and I'm going to be like Uncle Gary reading to you a little bit, okay? Y'all can handle that? Say, don't go to sleep on me. We're going to take a trip. Running strong and finishing well. Let's go, Rod. Let's just jump right into it. The Apostle Paul said, I'm now ready to be offered. The time of my departure is at hand. We're going to look at the Apostle Paul today. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. Henceforth there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day, and not to me only. That's where we come in. Amen. But unto all them also that love his appearing. Amen. I want to finish strong. Paul also says, I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beats the air. But I keep under my body, I bring it into subjection, lest that by any means when I preach to other folks, I myself should become a what? A castaway. And boy, did he ever know something about ships. Now, this guy was a tent maker, but he learned something about sailing on the fly. And I want to talk to you about it today. Let's look at it. Also, we're going to learn today that just from this scripture that Jesus did this. He ran strong and he finished. He finished what he started. Wherefore, seeing we're also compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. Guys, there are people today having church with us. They're in heaven. They're in heaven today. That's what the Bible says. We're compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses. One of them's my mama. I'm sure you can name some that's in heaven that fought a good fight. They finished their course. They were faithful people. The Bible says we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses. And because of that, you and I need to learn. We need to learn from Paul. We need to learn from Jesus, of course. We need to learn from these who've gone on before us that we need to lay aside every weight that besets us. Okay? And the sin that besets us. And we need to run with patience the race that's set before us so we can learn from those who've gone on before. I always have gotten inspiration from my mother. I think y'all know that, don't you? Amen. Here, Mama. My mom was murdered 23 years ago, but it's as fresh as today at me talking about her. My daughter tells the, the ones she works with when she goes to the schools and she speaks to women in crisis and women who have been abused and raped, she talks about Mama. And she tells them, my dad, she said, I didn't see her much. I was a little bitty baby when she was taken, but my dad has kept her alive all these years. Well, I had done it. Jesus has done it. We've got that great cloud of witnesses. We can learn how to run and finish well. Are y'all hearing me today? Yes or no? But there's nobody you can learn from like Jesus. Looking unto Jesus, the author and what? Finisher of our faith. That's the beauty. We wrestle with our faith. We worry if we're good enough. Did I go to church enough? What if I do this? Am I going to go to hell? Because you've got your confidence in you. You need to put your confidence in Jesus Christ. He died on the cross. He rose from the dead. I believe that and I don't believe nothing else. Have you done that? Say, I've nailed it to the cross. I believe in Christ. Don't leave here today without putting your faith in Christ. He's the author and finisher of our what? On the cross, he said, it is what? It is. It's finished. 
for the joy that was set before Him. He endured the cross. He despised the shame. Didn't like it. But now he's set down. Amen? Where is he sitting? At the right hand of God the Father. When Pastor Mark prayed a little bit ago, Jesus was hearing. Taking our prayer to the Father. Now that's crazy right there. Amen? And when you pray, you don't have to be a preacher. Okay? You don't have, no, have, have to have no priest taking no prayer to God. You hear me? Yes or no? He is your priest. He's right there. That's where he is. Sit down at the right hand of God the Father. Now, that's just some opening scripture. Now we're going to get back with Paul. How can I run strong and finish well? Are y'all awake or not? Do I need to do anything? I need to jump up and down for you? You doing good? All right. You're right there on the front row. If you don't get it, we're shot, okay? Here we go. Let's learn from somebody who ran strong and finished well. It's some of my favorite scriptures. And I'd just like to read it to you. I'm going to take you to Acts chapter 27. And a lot of times you can't follow with me because I'm in the Bible and I'm just flying. But you can follow today. Because I ain't going very far. Here we go. Just get us get the plate set today. Y'all ready? Y'all ready to go for a ride? Now, Paul didn't know much about no, no ship sailing. He was a tent maker, not a shipbuilder. Only time he ever got on a ship was when he was arrested. Amen? Well, that's when he really got on a ship. He sailed other times, but this time he really owned a ship. And when it was determined that we should sail to Italy, they, say it with me, deli- help me now, they delivered... Paul and who? Certain other prisoners. So Paul was on this ship fixing to sail because he was a what? Prisoner. A prisoner for why? Preaching the gospel. Causing people who used to use demon spirits. He saw these people saved where he run them out of business. Y'all hear me, yes or no? People that live like the devil, they became Christians. It was messing with the economy. Paul was stirring up a ruckus. And he was arrested mainly for his faith. He was with these other prisoners. They gave him over to a man named Julius, a centurion of Augustus' band. So he's on this ship. Now here we go. Ready to sail? We're moving now. Here we go. Y'all ready? Say, here we go. And when the south wind blew softly, that's how I like to sail. Just let it be soft. I like this. Supposing they had obtained their purpose, loosing thence, they sailed close by Crete. But not long after, there arose against it a tempestuous wind called a Eurycliden. Now, you folks that don't know what Eurycliden's are, here's what they are hurricanes. It's a water spout. Has anybody, and don't lie, you in church. Has anybody ever been out in a, in the storm in the ocean and a water spout came up? Can I see your hand? I'm looking to see if you're lying. I was in the Keys one time. I know I don't got all day, but these are true stories. I was in the Keys with my kids, Mitch and Elise, and some other family years ago. And a visiting family. And we're on one of my cheap boats because I never buy nothing worth a whole lot. And there's a bunch of us on the boat. And the boat has a little leak in it. But all you got to do is just keep bailing and you'll be fine. Works fine for me. All of a sudden, we took on a little water, and there's a water spout. And so I go the other way. But we're not going very fast because the boat's got water in it, taking on some water. 
Now, we're not out in deep water. We're probably only in 6, 8, 10, 12 feet of water. But a lot of water everywhere. Ain't no land too close. Hot, middle of summer. That's when them suckers come up. So anyway, I wasn't going to tell you this story, but I got to tell it. So anyway, my friend Mark Myers, he's preached here before. We'll have him again sometime. He can verify this story. He's driving, actually. We ain't going to make it. That big old Eurocliding is getting closer. It's a big one. Okay? Not a little something. It's a big thing. So we start screaming. Help! Help! This is when I'm getting involved now. I'm involved. And I got Mitch. Mitch, are you here? Where's Mitch? It's just a true story. Mitch is in the audience. We got it. Help! 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 So a boat comes over and rescues us. And you know what I said? Gary and children first. <laughs> is that a true story, son? That's a true story. I was off that boat. Mark, Lord, other family, they're there. Me and Mitch and Elise, we on that speedboat. I did it out of the goodness of my heart because I was the heaviest. I was being a good guy. So anyway, we raced away, and that took the load off of that boat. We made it out of that storm. Little did we know, we came back and later checked out that storm. That water spout had winds of 180 miles an hour in it. It would have destroyed us. True story. And let's go back to this. Here we go. True story. So, here's Paul, and here comes a Eurycliton. Got it? And they're not moving very fast, guys. And when the ship was what? Caught. Didn't have no speedboat. And we could not bear up into the wind. Just let her go, man. And we being exceedingly tossed with a tempest, the next day they lightened the ship. They're throwing stuff overboard. The third day we cast out our, with our own hands all the tackling of the ship. And when neither sun nor stars in many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on top of us, all hope that we should be saved was gone. Keep looking. After long abstinence, Paul stood forth in the midst of them and said, Sirs! You should have hearkened unto me, because he said, let's don't do it. There's a storm going to get us. But they didn't listen to him. You should not have loosed from Crete and to have gained this harm and loss. And now I exhort you to be of good cheer, because they weren't very happy. For there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but of the ship. We're going to lose this ship, but none of you jokers. For there stood by me this night an angel of God, whose I am and whose I serve. Amen? And he said to me, Fear not, Paul, thou must be brought unto Caesar. And lo, God has given thee all of them that are sailing with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. Say it with me. For I believe God that it shall be even as it was told unto me. Keep looking. Now I'm just going through the Scriptures. We ain't to the message yet. Hang on. And when they had taken up the anchors, they committed themselves unto the sea. They loosed the rudder bands. They hoist up the mainsail to the wind, and they made towards shore. And falling into a place where two seas met, they ran the ship aground. And the forepart stuck fast and remained unmovable. But the hinder part of the ship was broken with the violence of the waves. And the soldiers counseled 
was to kill the prisoners. Kill them. Kill them. We're going to escape. But the centurion, willing to save Paul, kept them from doing that. And he commanded that they which could swim, jump in and get the land. And the rest, get on some boards, some broken pieces of the ship. And so it came to pass, wow, that they escaped safe to land. You didn't know the Bible was so fun, did you? It is. You just need to read it like that at the house. So many quit. So many quit in life. You're here this year. Unfortunately, many in this room will quit. Unless you listen, you don't have to. What can you do not to quit? How can you run strong regardless when things aren't going to go good and you're going to have storms and uraclidons? What are you going to do? Let's talk about it. Staying strong and finishing well is what I want to do. Now, here, i got a simple message for you. I don't do this very often, but this is the way we're going to preach it today. Y'all all right? Say, here we go. We're going to read chapter 28. It ain't going to kill you, okay? You're going to think you're dying here in a minute because there's a lot of verses, but you're going to be all right. You're going to survive it, okay? First thing you must do if you're going to run strong that I see from this passage I'm about to read. Say it with me. I must learn to shake things off. Now, these are easy to remember. You can write them down. It's not that hard. One more time. I must remember to shake things off. You want to get screwed up this year? You let something bad happen to you or something you've done, some guilt you've got, or some, somebody's done wrong to you and you're bitter? Let it go! You hear me? Where did I get that point from? Well, from the story. Here we go. So they're on land. Y'all with me? And when they were escaped from the storm, then they knew the island that they were on was called Melita. Now, some of your Bibles, it'll say Malta. We know Malta if you know some of your countries and cities over there. Malta. Malta means honey. Boy, life ain't honey all the time. Okay? They landed on an island called Honey, Malta. And the barbarous people, now I use the old King James because I like it. The barbarous people showed us no little kindness. That language means the barbarous people were very, very nice to us. They didn't show us a little kindness. They showed us a big kindness. So these barbarous people showed kindness to them. They kindled a fire for them. Can you imagine? That'd be a welcome sight, wouldn't it, after this trip? And they received every one of us out of the present rain and because of the cold. And here's Paul, a worker. Here's Paul, a worker. Be a worker. We're still on point one. Learn to shake things off. Well, where's that at, Pastor? Well, it's coming. If you know your Bible, you know where it's at. And when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks, he laid it on the fire. And there came out a snake out of those sticks and bit him on the hand. That's a bad day, ain't it? He's just having a bad time. And it's a big venomous snake. It reminds me of the time. 
a few years ago. Is Kim here? She's in the back. True story. Before I married Kim, I was being nice to her like fellas are. She was renting a house. It didn't have enough bedrooms. So I went and took a couple of bookshelves, put some plywood on the back, painted it, and divided a room. I painted it while she's at work, working hard. Y'all didn't know I did this stuff, did you? I can be sweet if I have to. So anyway, I go out and I'm washing out my paintbrush out by the, by the woods, by the palmettos. I'm just spraying the brush out into the woods. I don't want to get in the house. I'm out here in the woods doing it. All of a sudden, I felt something hit my leg. I don't pay much attention to it. I finish. I go inside, and I look, and I'm bleeding. And right here on my, the hard part of my leg, two fang marks. And I'm certain, because it's my story, I was bit by a rattlesnake. I called Elise on the phone. Elise, Elise, I've been snake bit. She's a medical student, you know, early medicine. She's doing medicine school up there, up in South Florida. She said, Dad, you need to get to the doctor. It was after hours. I go to my doctor. Nobody's there. I'm banging on the window because I see the cars. Bang, 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 bang. I go in. I tell them I've been snake bit. My leg's starting to get red and all that kind of stuff. True story. I'm talking to my doctor, who's my friend. He starts talking to me about his experiences, how he's been spider bit, as if I care. I'm the one that's snake bit, okay? <laughs> so they give me some little formula. I'm good to go. Don't know what it has to do with this, except no one believes my story. Kim says I was bit by a palm frond. <laughs> not true. Not true. Now, here's the point. I know I'm getting a little off story. I'm not. This was all planned, believe it or not. Here we go. So Paul gets bit by this venomous snake. It's hanging from his arm. And they said among themselves, the barbarous people and even the prisoners, this man is a murderer. He has to be. He's escaped the sea, yet the vengeance of the gods has suffered him not to live. And say that with me. Say it with me. So he shook off the beast. Say it again. He shook off the beast into the fire and he felt no what? Harm. Howbeit they looked when he should have swollen up. That should have been me. Fallen down dead. Should have been me. But after they looked a great while and saw no harm to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a God. Amen. Here's the point. Here's the point. I know this isn't necessarily in the message, but it is. Things are going to get you this year. Probably not snakes, but something that's common to all of us. Temptation, testing, hard times. And guys, you've got to learn to shake off the beast. Did you hear me? That, did you hear me yes or no? Satan wants us to get better. He wants something to hang on to us. And you've got to shake it off. We say that in ball when we coach. Shake it off! Get your head up! Do we say that, coaches, yes or no? Get back in the game! Do it this year. Learn to shake things off. You all right? Not my normal way to preach, but it's going to work today. Here we go. Let's keep looking. Number two, say that with me. I must realize I serve a great big God this year. We're talking about running strong and finishing well. You shake things off this year. Number two, you realize you serve a great big God. Let's keep reading. 
In the same quarters were possessions of the chief man of the island, whose name was Publius, who received us and lodged us three days courteously. And it came to pass that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and a bloody flux. I don't know what all this is, but it don't sound good. <laughs> to whom Paul entered in and prayed for this man. And he laid hands on him and he healed him. So when this was done, others also came which had diseases in the island. They came and they were healed. Who also, because of all this, they honored us, Paul says, and Luke as well is writing this, with many honors. And when we departed, they laid at us with such things as were necessary. Okay? Here's my second point. Pop that point back up. Yeah, just say it with me. Great, big God. Say it again. Great, big God. One more time. Great, big God. You want to run strong this year? Shake things off. But remember, no matter what it is you face this year, you serve a great, big God. A great, big God. A great, big God. You face that with that attitude instead of whining and poor, pitiful old me, or I can't make it, or why are you picking on me, God? All that's a lie. That's a lie. It's all Satan has is for you to get... To blame God. That's all he has. That's the only bullets he's got to shoot. To the child of the living God is that you blame God. Okay? Say, I'm not going to do that this year. I have a great big God. Remember that. Point number two. Y'all ready? Let's keep rolling with the story. Number three. Say this with me. I will thank God and take courage for God's people. That's what I love about this campus. I told some folks today, there's no pecking order here. There's no people above you here. Okay, a lot of churches, you got this and you got that, and that's all right. That's the way churches do it. That's not the way we do it. We're all sinners saved by the grace of God, including the pastor. The ground's level here. If you're here three months, three weeks, three years, you matter as much as anybody else here. You can serve the Lord here. You can serve the Lord with us. Yeah, but, but I've had this in my past, or I've done this. Well, I'm not asking you to get up here and preach. Okay? That's all right. We got that one. But that, you know, what hinders you from serving the Lord? Say, are you still called to be a witness? Yes or no? Called to serve and love on people? Yes or no? Absolutely. That's the ground here. That's the beautiful thing about Fellowship Church. When you come here, you might be hurting. You might be alone this year when you come. You're going to have somebody out there hug your neck. You need to get you some courage when you come here. Y'all hearing me, yes or no? And thank God, thank God, thank God. My mama lived in a hellhole with an evil man who later killed her. But my mama wouldn't miss church. My mama got there early. My mama loved on people. She made her friends with the widow ladies who needed help. My mama was a joyful person. Why? Because she thanked God and she took courage. And thank God for the people in her life. Y'all hearing me, yes or no? Let's see what happened. So after three months, we departed in a ship, Paul says, which had wintered in the isle whose sign was Castor and Pollux. And I've done a series on the signs. Many of the, the signs of the zodiac, as crazy as that sounds, are mentioned in the Bible. And landing at Syracuse, that ain't New York, we tarried there three days. Keep looking. Keep moving, buddy. And from thence we fetched a compass. Isn't that nice? And we came to Regium. And after one day the south wind blew and we came the next day to Batoli. 
I ain't got these right, forgive me. Where we found brethren and we desired, we found some brothers. Can you believe it? We found some people who believed in God, who believed in Jesus on his crazy journey. He's a prisoner. And we desired to tarry with them seven days. So we went toward Rome. Keep looking. And from thence, watch it. When the brethren heard of us, they came to meet us. Paul, they knew of Paul. Here he's a prisoner. He's on this crazy ship. He's somewhere where we don't even know where he's at. But people had heard of him. And they came to meet us as far as the Appy Forum and the three taverns. Whom when Paul saw them, when Paul saw the brethren, say it with me, say it with me. He what? He thanked God. He did what? That's what I'm asking you to do this year. Thank God and take courage for God's people in your life. Did y'all hear me or not? Thank God for one another. That's why we don't, we don't, God didn't call me to referee fights here at fellowship. We're going to love here or you're going to go somewhere else. Amen? Because I matter and all these people matter and you matter too if you're here and ugly and being ugly people. But that don't matter and we don't like it. Amen? Say, there's a lot of hurting people in this town. And I want them to come to Fellowship Church Campus and know I guarantee it, that pastor there will love me and those people will love me. We need people to get courage when they get here. Yes or no? How many would witness and testify, Pastor Gary Clark, I have received courage and help when I come here on this campus? Can I see your hand? Look at that. Be honest now. How many would say this? And Pastor Gary, I love you, Pastor, but I received comfort and courage from other people other than just you. Can I see your hand? Isn't that what we want here? That's how you're going to make it through this year. Church is important. Yes or no? Amen. Say, be here. Take courage when you get here. And you're going to make it this year. Amen. Come on. I'm not alone in serving God. When you come here, you can see others are doing it. Others love the Lord. Keep looking. Don't focus on quitters. I've had to learn that in the ministry. If I had everybody we'd ever reached in this town, we couldn't hold the place. It wouldn't be, we'd be four or five of these churches. But I can't focus on that. I don't focus on that. You know what I do right here? Pop it up. I say it every week. Let's thank God for those who serve us. Amen. We focus on the faithful. Praise the Lord with me. Come on. We focus on the faithful. Amen. Come on. And I'm sure I've got many pastors in the audience this morning, and I know you would agree with me. When people quit, it hurts you, won't it? Hurts your heart, don't it? It's life, ain't it? And it usually has nothing to do with you or me. It's called problems. But we take it in, don't we, preacher? Can't do it. I'm going to thank God for you. You hear me, yes or no? Come on. Show up because you give me courage. Show up because you cause me to praise the Lord. Amen. That's what I love. Thank you. Say it loud. One, two, three. Thank God, take We're talking about how can you run and finish well. And we're just using a passage where Paul was sailing. It was a rough time in his life. But I think I've seen something and I've learned a little bit. Let's keep looking. Number four. Here we go. Running strong and finishing well. We're going to get there. There's not 19 points. Feel good about this. Okay, here we go. Number four. Say that with me. I will be bold in my witness and my walk. Now, I'm talking about running strong as a child of God this year. 
I'm talking about finishing strong. At the end of 2017, you can say, you know what? I fought a good fight this year. (laughs) I finished my course this year, and I kept the faith this year. That's what I want for my life. Amen? So here we go. We keep reading. We need to skip a verse, I don't think. If we did, it won't many. And when we came to Rome, here they go. Finally made it to Rome. They delivered the prisoners to the captain of the guard, but Paul was suffered to dwell by himself with a soldier that kept him, an armed guard by himself. Keep going. Here we go. I have a hard enough time reading good English. Here we go. It came to pass that after three days, Paul called the chief of the Jews together. You kidding me? They don't believe like he believes. And when they were come together, he said unto them, Men and brethren, though I have committed nothing against the people or customs of our fathers, yet was I delivered prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans, who, when they had examined me, would have let me go, because there was no cause of death in me. But when the Jews spoke against it, I was constrained to appear appeal unto Caesar. Not that I had ought to accuse my nation of, but that was his only way to live, was make an appeal to Caesar. And for this cause, therefore, have I called for you, to see you, to speak with you, because that for the hope of Israel I am bound in this chain. Keep looking. And they said unto him, We neither receive letters out of Judea concerning thee, neither any of the brethren that came showed or spake any harm of you, Paul. But we desire to hear of thee what thou thinkest. For as concerning this sect, we know that everywhere it's spoken against. This sect, this belief that you have in this Messiah Jesus, it's spoken against everywhere. So we want to hear from you. And when they had appointed him a day, there came many to him in his lodging. Here he's by himself with an armed guard. All these people who are really against him want to hear from his own mouth what he believes. To whom he expounded and testified the kingdom of God, persuading them concerning who? Jesus. Both out of the law of Moses and out of the different prophets, and he did it from morning till evening. Isn't this a crazy story? This guy's been through all kinds of hell and back. But look at him. Chained to a guard. Still being faithful, isn't he? Speaking for the Lord. And guess what? Verse 24, say it with me. And some believed the things which were spoken, and some Believe not. That's all right. Some believed. Amen? And when they agreed not among themselves, they couldn't agree because some are believing now and some ain't, so now they've got a fight going on. That's a good thing. Some are believing in Jesus. Amen? Some ain't. They departed after that Paul had spoken one word. Well spake the Holy Ghost by Isaiah the prophet unto our fathers. Keep looking. A scripture saying, Go unto this people. And say, hearing, you shall hear, and shall not understand. And seeing, ye shall see, and not perceive. For the heart of this people is waxed gross, 
and their ears are dull of hearing. Their eyes have they closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and understand with their heart and should be converted and I should heal them. Be it known therefore unto you that the salvation of God, here's Paul speaking, is sent unto the Gentiles. He's telling these Jewish people, all those listening, and that they will hear it. And by the way, that's you and me now, 2,000 years later. Amen? And when they had said these words, the Jews departed, and they had great what? Reasoning among themselves. Now, don't faint on me. We're getting close. All right? What's the point? What was the point here of this message? How can I run strong and finish well as a believer in Christ this year? Be bold in your witness this year. Be bold in your walk. I'm not saying ever be ugly, ever be arrogant. No, be loving. But don't be a wallflower. That's what my coach used to call me. I was a big hitter. And I'd watch a good pitch come by. Strike! And I'd hear my old black coach over the corner go, Clark, don't be a wallflower. Standing there looking all pretty. Will you not just stand here looking pretty this year? Say, do something. Get out there. Share Christ. That's what we're called to do. Amen? And don't be ashamed. It's a devil's lie that people are going to hate your guts. It is a lie. They will, they will welcome you. If you're loving and kind, they will welcome you. As the Holy Spirit lead, lead, leads you, you're going to know when to shut up. You're going to know when too much is too much. You've got to be willing to get out there and be bold this year and have a walk and a life for the, for the Lord this year. Amen. Say, Paul did it. He was chained to a soldier and did it. Amen? So, take initiative this year in service. Don't wait for opportunity. Create them. Create them. Well, I'll tell my neighbor about the Lord if he comes over. Or I'll talk to him about church if he asks me. What's wrong within a conversation... Saying, you know what, I go to hear that crazy preacher over here at Fellowship Church. And to guys, you can say, he's just like you. He's just like me. He likes ball. He's going through problems in his life. I think you ought to come out with me some Sunday. Or check it out on the Internet. Amen, say. That's a way. Put a, put a something on the back of your car. How about today? How about today? Let's get rid of every magnet we got out there. Every one of them. Put it on the back. Why not today? Well, I'll wait to 2018. You might not be alive next year. I need your help this year. Amen? Say. Why not take a magnet put it on? Why not get a t-shirt on the way out wear a t-shirt? Why not create opportunity instead of waiting on them? Or y'all, did I lose you? Let's reach our town for the Lord. But we love Jesus and we love people. We never do it in an unloving way. Yes or no? Amen? We don't harass them. But be bold. Be bold this year. Why not? Running strong and finishing well. Let's see what happens. Here's the last point, I believe. Say that with me. If I'm going to run strong and finish well this year, say it with me. I must be determined that I will never quit. Do you know I have to tell myself all the time this? Last year I was sick. I'm feeling better. I'm getting fatter, but I feel better. Fat and happy came from somewhere. So anyway, I am feeling better. But I'll tell you what. Boy, the devil's been on me. 
to quit. To quit. And I can rationalize it. I've been here for 35 years in this town. We got this building built. We did a good job. Be easy for me to quit. It wouldn't be easy for me to quit because it wouldn't be right. That's not God's will for my life. I'd rather fight through whatever. I was right the other day. I sold a car to somebody. It was Hannah's little car. And I take it to the fellow and I ride back with him. Are you here today, sir, that I sold that car to? You had back surgery. Are you here in the audience today? You might be listening online. But I was riding with him because I took the car to the house and he took me back to my house. I don't even know him, but I, he had heard me preach. I didn't know that. And he tells me of his... He's, he's disabled. He's my age. He tells me of what he's going through. It's the same things I've been going through. You know what I mean? And in his job, he had to give it up. But guess what? I don't know what I'm going through, but I'm going to tell you this right now. I ain't giving it up. Y'all hear me say, I ain't giving it up. I'm going to hang in there. Y'all hear me? How many would say, Pastor Gary, I'm sick. I got some kind of sickness I'm going through. Can I see your hand? How many would say, I got a pretty serious sickness I'm going through? Can I just see your hand? It's something serious you're struggling with, a serious sickness. But you know what? I know several of you. Cindy, you ain't quit. You're smiling. You're beautiful. You're staying with it. Amen? Praise God. And I see several of you today. You're not quitting. Amen? Would you determine no matter what it is this year, I will never quit? Yep, yes or no? I will never quit. I'm talking about living for the Lord and serving the Lord. I will never quit. I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Amen. And Paul dwelt two whole years. Two years he dwelt in his own hired house. Isn't that amazing? With a soldier chained to his arm. And he received everybody that would come in to see him. Isn't that amazing? Don't you feel sorry for that old soldier? That was some spiritual soldier. I guarantee it right there. He knew the Bible. Preaching the kingdom of God I did and teaching those things which concerned the Lord Jesus and I did it with all confidence. And I didn't, no man forbid me. I love that scripture right there. And no man forbid me. It is a lie that if you share your faith with, in Christ and you try to live for the Lord that people are going to forbid you. I'm not going to be your friend. They're not our friends so many times because we shove it down their throat. We're overbearing and we're goofy. Be real. Be honest. And they won't forbid it. So that was Paul's witness. Paul had a great ministry in prison, guys. And by the way, while he was in prison, he wrote four books of the Bible that you read all the time, I hope. The book of Ephesians. Who can quote a verse from Ephesians? Do you know one? Can somebody quote one to me? Go ahead, buddy. Amen. We're going to try at least one more. Who can quote a verse from Philippians? Say it out loud. Y'all gave me the same one. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad he didn't quit? You have Ephesians. You have Philippians. You have Colossians. And the book of Philemon was about a slave who had run away from his master. And he wrote a letter on behalf of, his, of this slave to the owner because the owner was a child of God that Paul had led to the Lord. And you have that book in your Bible because Paul didn't quit. Are you listening today? What will happen if you quit? You don't know. And you don't know the lives that are going to be affected. 
No man and no thing stopped Paul. No man and no thing stopped him. I'd love that to be said about Gary Clark. No man and no thing stopped him. I'm weak, I'm frail, I mess up. But boy, what a good testimony that would be. Amen? Don't you want that for your life this year? Can we say this really loud? We're about done, ain't we, Raj? You're killing me. Here we go. One, two, three. This is the last slide. We're done. Bring it up again. This last slide, but it ain't going no further. Here we go. One, two, three. That's horrible. One more time. Scream it at somebody. One, two, three. I'll quit now. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Come on. Praise the Lord this morning. Good word. Good word. Amen. Let's stand.